Who does it? Who does it? Who does it? Who does it? Hey, Chad. Who does it? Who does it? From the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here now, John and Lance. Good Thursday morning, everybody. John and Lance on this, the morning. Who does it? That the Falcons, the Falcons taking care of business in Australia. What are they? The Super Falcons? Super Falcons. The Super Falcons. As opposed to the Super, what? The men's team is the Super Eagles. The Super Eagles, while the women's Nigerian team is the Super Falcons. You learn something new every day. Oh, look, a blue hair. She's old. So, um... So this morning, Dell is like, I've never seen him so excited. The Nigerian women taking care of business on Australian soil. Like, it's just terrible. Just terrible. He's screaming at the TV at, at how awesome the Super Falcons are. Well, you should be screaming at the TV about how awful Marcus Simeon is. Okay? What an awful person he is. Attacking Martin Maldonado the way he did last night. Attacking, they all attacked our Astros last night. Well, they attacked night. the pitchers. They did attack the pitchers. Man, if Fromber now, this is now good. This is like, holy crap, four out of five starts he hasn't thrown had, had a quality this, start. Uh, this is a quality start machine uh-huh. that like is all of a sudden falling apart. Christian Javier is, I think, bouncing back. I don't know. Hunter Brown has not looked good. Uh, Dana Brown, get to work. Let's go. Let's see Marcus Stroman Arkady over here. Urquidy has not been good this year. Urquidy has been in He's given you no He threw win. four shutout innings last night. No, time. that was good. He's he's stair-stepping his way up. I would yeah. think he'd be back pretty quick. Yeah. No, in August. Yeah, he does Start not. Off. But he has not won a single game this year. No. Luis no. Garcia has not had a win for you. No. What about Lance McCullers? He's how about struggled. next year? How about, Lance how about next struggled. year? Urquidy, Garcia, and McCullers What's our under-over for Lance next year? Uh, it's not high. No, it's not. No, it's not. But I do see him on the HEB commercials, and he's got a new um, drink cart out there, too. I yep, heard. coffee. Yeah. He's serving coffee and Coffee craft, and, craft and, and, yeah, and really nice, really good drinks, uh, high-end drinks. So that's good. That's nice for all that money. I, not that I care about his money. I hope the dude makes a, a boatload of money. But I sure would like to see him pitch sometimes. That'd be great. Um, yeah, they got slapped last night. And listen. I think listen, it was three nothing at one point. You're skipping out on that part, yeah, right? The Astros led three nothing in the first, and then slap, 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 thirteen, slap, and all of a sudden unanswered. it's thirteen to three. <laughs> Unbelievable! In, in two innings, in literally two innings, they just went nuts on on Fromber and then Martinez. So, so um, all right, let's talk about. It. He comes high at, at at Jordan, right, and he hits him in the shoulder. Heaney does. So, Fromber retaliates. Is there retali- anything there? What? Well, like, is I there- don't care if it was on purpose or not. No, no, no. I, but I'm asking: is there a is there any kind of history uh, uh, between there those that, two that they talked about? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't. Was there ever a home run right. where he thought he, you know, because a lot of pitchers don't really do that Re- anymore? Cadillac where they, yeah, they don't like that's just part of baseball now. Yeah, no, no, no. And you're done. You know, when he hits a huge home run in the playoffs, he goes, you know, but he's not. Over the top, over no, the top, though. He never, never has is. been. And by the, way, by the way, if Jordan takes you deep, guess what? You're like everybody else. It's just another Wednesday. That's all. That's right. So he comes up around the, and around the head and hits him in the shoulder. Luckily, you know, Jordan turned his head and, and got hit in the shoulder. But, th- you know, he's just back and you're hitting him. So, you know what? Your guy's got to take it. Now, I, here's the thing about Fromber last night is he had no control of everything, of anything. Right. Nothing. He had no control of the strike zone. He had no control of where the ball was going. It, it was a little high on Simeon, yeah, granted, but so it was high on Jordan too. So Simeon went. Now, the written unwritten rule is you don't you don't headhunt, right? You yeah, don't headhunt, right? I mean, it's not even an unwritten. Well, rule. shoulders are off the. You know, yeah. that's too close. Well, but Jordan got hit in the shoulder too. So, but 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 Simeon was. Now, if you're going to retaliate, though, you retaliate around the butt area. That's all. You retaliate yeah, you, around the you, but either your, lower but, back or hip. But Fromber had zero control left. He had no control over where the ball was going. Holy crap! He was re- that's as bad as we've seen Fromber fall apart. He that that's three years ago, Fromber. Yeah, that was three years three years ago. When it starts to fall apart, he just disintegrates. But 
you know, Simeon took it, uh, exception to it. Simeon took him deep the next time up and running around the bases and chirping. And Maldonado didn't like it the first time when he came around the bases. And then when he comes in on Garcia's grand slam, he's the first one in and he starts chirping again. And then, and you know, Maldonado, I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Maldonado Absolutely. was like only getting in his face and, and, and Adolis got in there. And I thought Adolis was trying to be a peacemaker. Uh, but he was, you know, saying stuff and whatever, whatever the case may be. I thought it was probably the right decision to throw both of them out. You know uh, what? You got to re- you got to re- you got to yeah, you gotta, reel that in. Yeah. Especially games that are getting a little out of control. Yeah, a 13 to 3 game, you know, now all of a sudden it could turn into a beanball. Yeah, one. yeah, no. So uh. you don't want to you don't want to do that. And the Rangers, I'm sure are very frustrated. I mean, they finally got to see what a win tastes like against the Astros, so Hey, the Astros took 2 out of 3. Yeah. You know, it was that's not a uh, that's not a, a soft sweep, right? Uh, no, no, not when it's thirteen to three. They've got if they had <laughs> okay. lost two to one. No, that's or a three soft to sweep. Two, it would have been a soft no, sweep. No, see, yeah. I was I was a lot less. You said that, by the way, you said this could never happen yesterday on the show. What that Nigeria could never beat Australia, and look at you now. Well, no, I, I actually I had Nigeria minus a half. Oh, okay. Half a goal. Okay. So see, Dell ally. Yeah. Of Nigeria. Yeah. Those people. I'm telling you. I want to say something. No, uh, it's not a soft sweep for the Astros. No. But, it was, but even if it was two to one, I'd be more pissed off. You know what? It was 13 to five. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, that a two to one loss would have been a lot harder to take than that, than what, what happened last night. I, I, I Listen, the Astros, Dana Brown has got to get on his horse. Dana Brown's got to get something done. Marcus Stroman has been the most talked about. Mm-hmm. Marcus Stroman would not be a bad pickup, right? Are you where? Where are you? Is on he Marcus a spin Stroman? rate guy? Like I don't know. The Astros have well, I, in the past at least, they've had a very specific type of. Are they still? Do you think they still? I mean, Dana Brown's his own guy. Do you think Dana Brown? Atlanta's how how much of an analytics driven team is Atlanta? Uh, I've never really heard. Well, I, I do know, well, just a couple of years ago when they beat the Astros, they changed their entire outfield. They brought in three new outfielders. Right. So they ain't a scared. They ain't a scared of, of, well, everybody has to, I mean, every, it, yeah. how much of the decision-making is driven. Everyone use, utilizes it in baseball. But the reason I ask that question is because the owner has already talked about needing to get some, you know, some other, foot, some other baseball eyes in there and guys who, you know, uh, uh, really covet not just the numbers but also baseball players it did make me wonder if the evaluation process is going to be the same for example i would think you would never get away from spin rate spin rate is an extraordinarily important for a team that still throws a lot of curveballs and breaking pitches sweepers sliders it's, i love that it's just become sweeper now which is actually a more accurate term but um what about cutter well, i'm seeing a lot of cutters yeah well i mean a cutter no, is different no, cut no. fastball is different than no. that slider slash sweeper but uh i just wonder if the way they evaluate pitchers is the same like why would i think that the way jeff luneau would evaluate a pitcher before trade deadline is the same as dana brown uh I mean, I general manager has, has their own yeah everyone has their own so yeah. stroman i don't know would stroman have been a fit before i don't know is he a yes fit there, now? Were, there, there were plenty of times that marcus stroman was tied to the Astros i know his before. name was but yeah. was it was it real like was it real or just probably if it's leaked? Here's out a the, player the Astros could look at to pick up at the trade deadline. Well, I, probably five players the Astros could look. Well, at. Well, I mean, then you can't believe anything if if it keeps coming up and it came up quite often that people were talking about. Somebody had some kind of information. Can I, can I just read you the last two starts for Stroman? Because I don't think you know those. No. Do you? Okay. His last maybe this start, is why they want to trade him. His last start was yesterday. Three and a third gave up nine hits, seven earned runs. Is that it? Two walks, four strikeouts. The game before the he 20th. needs the the law firm, right? Okay. Three and two thirds, seven hit. Law firm ain't going great this year. No, the law three firm. and two thirds, seven <laughs> hits, five runs, four earned, one uh, home run, four That's walks, right. four strikeouts. Marcus Stroman's a good pitcher. Now, okay, um, he's had a couple of tough outings. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that's that's what's most recent. Right. Now, before then, he was you know six innings, three hits, one run. He had a two eighty eight ERA going into his last two games, and now he's at. Yeah, three fifty one. So did Fromber. So did Fromber. Fromber. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Boy, it didn't take long for that to. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, Fromber. Fromber was in the two twos, and now he's in. The, what is he at three? Three four three three. Yeah, 
Respect well, the whole point. What up? What up? Um, listen, he's got to do something, and I don't care what it is. My Lucas Giolito is off the market. He has been traded, so that you you don't have Lucas Giolito. And Lucas Giolito was going to just be a a guy. He's not going. He's not like oh my goodness. He moves right into the number two slot if if uh, Christian Javier doesn't uh, doesn't bounce back. So no, that's not a Lucas Giolito. So. Um, but we're getting closer and closer every day. Right? Hey, you know how old Stroman is? Gio- how old are Stroman and Giolito? Uh, this is really nothing to do with nothing other than just an acknowledgement of ages. So Lucas Giolito? Yeah. Uh, Lucas Giolito is 29. Yep. And Marcus Stroman, 33? 32. 32. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't, you know, but uh, Marcus Stroman is a rental. Uh, yeah. So is Lucas Giolito, yeah. I think. Uh, Lucas Giolito, I don't know. I got have to look up his contract. Five hundred thousand, five hundred seven thousand. How's that possible? Well, because he's uh, it's only two months left in the season. Oh, it's actual. Yeah, what you, you, think you, can't, you think that's, that's actual, still remaining yeah, yeah, contract? Yeah, yeah because seven hundred is, is a minimum. He's been in the league since sixteen. How is it yeah. possible? Yeah, well, he's about to become a free agent, but I don't know what Lucas Giolito is. Still a low number this year. Yeah, yeah, still a really low number. Anyway, the Astros lost in. Uh, oh well, uh, they they didn't look good doing it. And Fromber is now that that's something that we have to worry about. On top of Javier, on top of Hunter Brown, on top of you know when is Urquidy coming back? On top of Jordan uh, did get a hit last night. That was nice to see. Jordan batting fifth was interesting. Yeah, Jordan. But how are you going to take Tucker out? Yeah, Tucker's been un- unbelievable. Dusty basically just rode with the hot hand and said, "We'll go Jordan five now." I saw somebody on Twitter complain about, and I mean, probably rightfully so, that Jeremy Pena push, pushes Jordan down to five. Yeah. Having Jeremy Pena in there. Now, Pena's best chance to get going probably is going to be up there in the yeah. two-hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and make no mistake about it, you have got to get him going. Um, he's one of the players. It's not like everything hinges on Jeremy Pena, but, man, are they a different team with Jeremy Pena? Well, it's... Well. Sure, would be nice to put. Well, if you're going to put a right-handed bat in the two-hole, why wouldn't it be McCormick, a guy who can hit the right field if Altuve gets on? He can go to right. He can hit for power. He can. He'll get see pitches in front of Jordan and Bregman and Tucker. I mean, I would think that McCormick, the way he's swinging the bat, that that's the guy that should be in the two-hole. You know, that, I, I do like him in an RBI position at like six, though. Yeah, but okay. So you, you, then, then, uh, how can you him. make that same argument that you made about George Springer? But the guys ahead of him. The guys ahead, because you have Altuve up there, but the guys ahead of him, I mean, he's he's more of an OPS guy than than Springer is. Um, he's he's got some nasty slugging pop, and right now that that lineup with George Springer was a different lineup. That was it was an historical offense. This one needs a little help. You're going to have from uh, Jordan's going to get on base. Kyle Tucker's going to get on base. You get a guy who can drive them in right now. Well, if Yiner's in the lineup. <laughs> do- <laughs> If Dubon is in the lineup, sorry. If uh, McCormick and Jordan's back, and 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 Jordan's and Brantley's in the lineup, Yo, this is an histo- <laughs> this is an historic saying- lineup. No. Okay, stop saying Brantley in the lineup. No, I'm just not. stop saying it. But Jordan, just as expected, Jordan back, and there's no room for for Giner Diaz. Yeah. No, there's no room. Deiner Diaz has seen his last action of the season. Where, well, I don't know about that, but where where could you possibly have Diaz in the, in the lineup? He's going to pinch hit. He's going to pinch hit late for, for for Maldonado. Well, Maldonado had a double and a home run, and in a month he's going to have another double and another home run. So I don't know what you're what – you, oh, See, I like Maldi out there for instances like yesterday. Uh, yeah, where uh, – no, 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 no. I mean, where the pitch comes right over the plate and it's a strike and he and he misses it, that that one? No, not that. The most pass the balls beef. in Major League Baseball. No. Oh, by the way, his catcher ERA after this week where they scored nine runs and then 13 runs, I'm not sure that his catcher ERA is still less than – is less than seven right now. So – that whole thing we got to have Maldonado behind the plate for these pitchers is like is is I'm going to throw up on it. I'm, I'm about to throw up on it. Well, you can throw up all you want. Throw up in one hand and wish in the other, and see which one gets full. Fit. Don't worry, don't worry. He's going to hit another home run in about a month and a half or so. So it'll be great. It's going to be great. Dusty's going to have to teach you a lesson again. Dusty has taught me a lot of lessons in the playoffs. He's okay. going to have to teach you a lesson. Time for you to get a lesson from John Dasman. <laughs> <laughs> 
<clears throat> John Daspa teaches lessons. He teaches lessons to the people who are out there um, trying to, you know, trying to, well, look, it's their job too. They're on the other side. They're trying to get the best settlement for their clients and their clients are going to be insurance companies. But when you've been hurt in an accident, there's a lot that goes into that. If you've been badly hurt, I mean, some accidents, you hope that it's, there's not much there and, you know, the insurance takes care of your car, for example, and there's nothing to it. But you know, a lot of the accidents are going to be, uh, bad accidents on the, on the freeway. They're going to involve workplace accidents. They're going to involve here in, in around the Houston area, obviously refinery blasts, or we see offshore injuries as well. That can be, um, very, very problematic from the standpoint of there's a lot of injury. There is a lot of doctor's bills. There's a lot of physical therapy that has to go on over the long course of time. And in situations like that, you want John Daspin and his law firm looking out for you because they're going to stand up against the other guy. Yeah, the other guy's got a job to do, but their job is to make sure that you are represented. They don't care about the other guy. They care about you. They want to make sure that your deal is going to be the best deal for you so that you don't have to sign off on a bad agreement. So you put a check in your account, and then all of a sudden, here you are in two years, and you've got the same knee issue, and you just... You know, it's 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 you're going to physical therapy then and you're paying for it out of your pocket. John Daspin, a Daspit Law Firm. Seven one three call now. That's seven one three call now or go to daspitlaw.com. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Your thoughts on last night's game, you're more than welcome. I, I don't – I'm having a hard time having a dislike for the Rangers since the Astros have just dominated them. Do you see, oh, since 2017, they're now 76-39 uh, and 39 against the Rangers. Yeah. So it's really hard when it's just been so one-sided, slap, 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 slap. They're already one win away from – they've got three games left in Texas – in uh, in Arlington, and if they win one, they they keep the silver boot for another year, which is now six straight years. Um, and you know what? They've just been their little brother, and we've been patting them on the head. I really have a hard time having a dislike, but I had a dislike for him last night. I really did. Yeah, the the whole Marcus Simeon, and you know he he's like the Scott Service of players right now. Well, a dust up is a dust up gets you going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I, I was like. Oh, screw you, Rangers! Oh, there you, you go. Oh, so you 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 had a one game lead. You're getting your, your you're getting your ass slipped, and you're the ones that started it by 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 throwing a ball that almost hit Jordan, our best player, in the head. Right. And so you started all this crap, and now you're pissed. Yeah. Really, really, Marcus Simeon, Marcus Simeon. I'm I'm good. Good job, Fromber. You know what? You got to throw at him. Now it probably got away from him. He didn't like where it hit him. He turned around immediately. But you know what? I'm glad because the Astros have historically their pitchers have not retaliated. They don't take they don't take care of their hitters. no. They don't take care of the hitters. It was a big and, problem back in the yeah the heyday the Bagwell of the days. It was yeah. a real problem. Uh, Roy Oswalt and, and Jeff Bagwell they and you know and other guys they they had words about this stuff and it was a problem. So so Fromber coming at him that's great. But I would have liked last year's Fromber coming at him because he would have been able, to, even with a runner on, he would have been able to control himself. He would have had better control. He would have been able to get out of the whatever situation he was in. Holy crap, Fromber, he he is not the same guy right now, at least his last four or five starts. Man, I don't know what the hell has happened to this pitching staff. But you're right. The law firm's not doing its job right now. Well, I mean, they got a lot of credit last year as they des- rightfully right. deserved. Yep. But unfortunately, the bullpen's terrible. The starting pitching right now is, I don't want to say in shambles, but my gosh, it's you had three pitchers who are considered high-end pitchers heading into the season. Fromber, uh, certainly we had that as expectations for Hunter Brown. And then Christian Javier nationally was considered one of the favorites for the Cy Young. Yeah. Those those three are a lot to work with. Brian Abreu hasn't really been Brian Abreu, although he's coming around now. Uh, Hector Neris has, was, was really good and has call, kind of fallen off a little bit here of late. Uh, Montero's been a total mess all season long. Um, you know, it's got Stanek. What? What's who's this guy? The guy that set the ERA mark last year. I mean, what Stanek the, bad. Seth Martinez bad. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. What the it, hell is going on? It, it is. It is a real problem. It's what concerns me more than anything because you do not have you even if your pitching gets better, your starting pitching gets better, which you know the the talent is going to be there to to be better. 
even if it gets better, my biggest concern is you don't have the guns in the lineup anymore. Like it just, you don't score the same amount of runs. You really haven't for two or three years. You're not, you don't have the amount of, of, of runs in your bag just to overcome a bad bullpen. And this bad bullpen has just given up a ton of additional runs. And I just don't think you have enough to, you know, 2017 was one of the craziest years I've ever seen. No matter what happened in the postseason, the Astros had an answer for it with the late home run or late runs. They Or they could get in a slugfest with you. This team, I don't think in the postseason, can slug it out with you. They really can't afford a bad bullpen. And last year's bullpen was the best it's ever been in the postseason. Yeah. The same group of guys, for the most part, terrible this terrible. year. Terrible. It's unbelievable. Hey, Gilbert wants to comment on what's going on with our Astros right now. He wants to talk Astros baseball. So let's get Gilbert's opinion on this whole thing. Hey, Gilbert. Yeah, hi, good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Good. good. What's We're going good. on, Gilbert? Uh, I'm tired. I'm pissed about the Astros. Yeah, I, well, they, well, they, they should have won that game, you know. Yeah, they just well, lost it by eight. But other, you yeah. know, QB and uh, Avalon back, and they still lose the game anyway. I don't understand that. I, I really don't understand that anyway. That's what, and that's the thing that gets me too, is how I do not understand that either. I really don't. You got Tuve back. You got Jordan back. Well, yeah. How yeah. do they lose that, Gilbert? You, yeah. I really didn't have good pitching anyway. That's no. up. You're right. But you had Robber, your best pitcher. Well, well, no, let me, let me ask you something. Why? Why did Dusty Baker didn't take you? You went out in the third inning anyway. You know he wasn't that good anyway. You, you mean Fromber? Fromber? No, no. The, 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 the first pitcher of the Astros. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fromber. Fromber Valdez. Yeah. Why didn't he anyway, take him so, out? Yeah, yeah Lance, Lance, I want to ask you a question, okay. Lance. Well, do you want to? You want us to address the other one? Yeah. Well, what about my uh, bug and my uh, okay. cap? Do you there get a good cap for so me? So it begins. What'd you say? Yep, you got your mug, and I think he's got a hat for Wait, you too. He said no. I, don't, I definitely don't have a hat. <laughs> what were you saying? What about the mug? Or were you calling about the mug? Or were you calling about the Astros? To both of them, anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How's that? Uh, well, did you still- get my cap, uh, Lance? What's that? Do you get my NFL uh, network cap? No, yeah, I do cap. not. We, He's got a cap? No, I don't. He and Nicole are going to come to your I house? I do not have a cap. I do not have a cap. There's no cap. He and Nicole want to come and over. What's no a good time? Honestly, what? there's no mug, but there is a there's a cup. Well, what like about a, what's a good time for the, for he and Nicole to come by? I just coming off of COVID, Gilbert. Yeah, but he's over now. You're you're Gilbert. Not. Do you want to bring COVID into your home? Do you don't? He doesn't have COVID anymore, Gilbert. He's not Gilbert, contagious. I'm on the I'm on the. So the what's fringes. a good time today? I'm on the fringes. We need to come over today. No, no. So you send it to me or what? You gonna send the mug or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna absolutely send it to you. That might be the play. <laughs> I think you should go. I, that might we be the no play. Cap. Why didn't give me no cap? Why, man? Yeah, but they why? don't have a cap. I don't have a cap. There's no Did cap. Don't listen. Gilbert, please don't listen to anything John says. A, I don't know if I've ever seen you with a cap on. He always you know, wears a cap. He never. Yeah, he does wear caps sometimes. Cap? Yeah, that's yes. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he wants an NFL cap. And you, did, they did, don't have them. Did you they get that one for him? No. You know what they gave us? First of all, there's, they've shaved a lot of staff off. Okay. They're not spending extra money on cash. Do you see you have a razor for him too, an NFL razor? No. The NFL owners have decided you don't get any of that stuff. You work in with you work with what we give you and that's that. This is probably my so favorite Gilbert. Gilbert call. gets a Gilbert, Gilbert when's a, a good time. And you know, frankly, I'm giving Gilbert this mug because I, I said that the other day when really it was supposed Should've to be for never. Bobby. It was supposed to be for my daughter. Oh. And now she asked me about it yesterday and I had to tell her, I think Gilbert's getting it. <laughs> Because if I don't do this, it's not good for me. You'll no. forget, Scotty. Yes. Well, Gilbert, the problem is... Gilbert doesn't forget. The we North, pr- we the promise, North remembers. We promise hats and mugs to guests, that, and Robert Flores is coming on, so Lance has oh, to give a mug and hat to Robert, Robert Flores. Flores is coming on. We've got a break right here. Thank you, Gilbert. Right now, I'm talking about Chastain Ford. I really don't understand that. I really don't. Come on. we got to talk Chastain Ford because Robert Flores is joining us on the other side right here to talk about that, that series. Listen used work trucks they got them okay for you business owners that are you need a reliable work truck and transit look no further than chastang ford chastang ford has an extensive inventory of over 35 plus units available they will customize the vehicle as whatever your business needs feel free 
to get over to ChastainFord.com or on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. This is the way to go. I mean, these vehicles are going to be, in, in a lot of instances, certified or gold certified. You're going to get great uh, deals on them, and you're going to get great financing on them as well. They got new trucks as well. You new truck enthusiasts, if you need an F-150, now is the time because they got, they got the summer sales event. You got to experience the, the F-150. I love my F-150. It is the best a vehicle that I've ever had. King Ranch Lariat Limited Platinum Lightning Fast F-150 Lightning is awesome. You're looking for an F-150. Now is the time because they got the summer sales event going on. But it doesn't matter what time of the year or what day or what what's going on at Chastain Ford. You're going to get the best deal that they possibly can with no add-ons, no hidden add-ons. They believe in transparency, no hidden surprises, and no markups. It's all at ChastainFord.com. You're looking for that Ford car or truck. The summer sales event is going on right now. ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. Five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. We love our Astros in Houston and all across the Lone Star State. We're Texas proud. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive mastermind. Running an outside zone on your intelligence, John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. Robert Flores, Rofe Flow, joining us once again here on the show. He is, you can see him daily on MLB Network. He is an old friend and a Houstonian and an Astros fan, and first and foremost. his brother is in the, uh, the basket. Yeah. Is he in the basketball world? Yeah, basketball. Right? He's a yeah. coach, yeah. Yeah, he's a coach. He's a high school yeah, coach. yeah. Uh, my brother Richard coaches at, uh, at Cy Fall. Yeah, I was, uh, with coach, his, I was with his son, Devin, the other night. Uh, yeah. Brevin. Brevin, yeah, the other night. Yeah, you were, you were hanging out with my nephew. Yeah. Uh, Why were you uh, hanging Brevin. out with his nephew? He, they were in the same, with, uh, a buddy of mine knows his nephew, and, and we all went to the game. Oh, okay. With three kids and three dads, and oh, it was okay. great. It was, well, not, no, your brother Rich wasn't there, but, uh, his yeah. coach, his AAU coach was there, which was cool. So we had yeah, a, a cool. really nice time. He's a great kid. Brevin's a, a really nice kid. So oh, that was no, good. he is, he is a very, very sweet kid. He, uh, hey, how tall is he, huh? He's tall. He's, yeah. I mean, he's going to get. Is he expected? I mean, is, are the Flores really known for their height? Well, uh, you know, John, I am uh, every bit of five foot eleven, twisted well, steel, and sex appeal. There and, you go. Uh, oh? My uh, my brother Richard, he's six two. Yeah, and okay. the Flores course, are known for uh, their height. And, yeah. and then, of course, my my uh, my sister in law, his his wife, uh, Virginia. Um, was a college basketball player at the University of Texas, so she's pretty tall. Oh, wow. That's where the height comes that's from. That's where it is. The mom is well, where the height where comes from. Let's, stop give, let's start it. giving credit where credit's due there, Roflo. Uh, <laughs> uh, Robert Flores with us here. So we're a little bit worried about a couple of things. And number one number one is Christian Javier, but, but gaining quickly is Fromber. He yeah. has not looked good in his last five starts. Something yeah. is different this year with both of those guys, and we've got to figure out what that is. Well, yeah, it's definitely concerning. Um, the Christian Javier thing is is concerning because that was, in theory, your number two, number three starter. You gave him a contract extension before the season. Uh, Fromber, I think I'm a little less concerned um, because, obviously, he has shown he's got the pedigree. He has pitched in big games and has pitched well in big games. I actually think what happened... I don't know this for sure, but it, it's my hunch that I think that whole thing that, that with the Simeon and the hit-by-pitch and um, I, I don't know, you, you, you know, Jordan gets hit in his first at-bat right. and then uh, Simeon gets hit and Nathaniel, I, I think that that threw Fromber off a little bit, off his game, and caused him to lose a little bit of focus. I don't know that for sure, obviously, but that's just my guess. And we all know that Fromber is a guy that needs to be uh he needs to be locked in. He needs he doesn't he needs to be even keel. I don't think he does well when with the emotions are swinging wildly from one way or the other. So, I think Fromber is going to figure it out. At least that's my hope, and that better be the Astros hope, obviously. Yeah. No question. But it's not only that though. I mean, it's the bullpen as well. I mean, yeah. what we what we we've been spoiled here, and of course we've got the injuries with Garcia, Arquiti, and McCullers, but we've been spoiled here with pitching, and it just isn't the same this year. And yet here they are, just two games out. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I, I tweeted yesterday that right now, 
JT France is their most consistent starter. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. And and if you would have told me that before the season, I would have said that that's crazy. Um, I was thinking about it as I was driving into work this morning. Who is your game two starter in a playoff series? <laughs> Frombers one. Who's game two? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if it's by performance, Burkini, it's JP France. France. It's France. Except it's Dana Brown just the other day still said we've got our big three of Fromber, Javier, and Hunter Brown. He didn't even include, but he said, and then he said, well, France is pitching really, really well. But I think they still consider those guys the top three. Well, I'm, t- I'm here to tell you right now, uh, if I'm an Astros fan, right now, and things change, there's still a lot of baseball left. J.P. Francis, he's pitching game two for me. I- I'm serious. I, mean, that's not a, I, I don't view that as a hot take or, or whatever. And, and like I said, who knows? There's, there's still time left. Maybe guys go up, guys go down. So, um, But J.P. France, we, can, we can't underestimate how good he's been and how important he's been. Uh, for the Astros, yeah, you know, but but at the end of the day, though, you just you just paid Javier, and you have Cy Young expectations. You see, you see Hunter Brown and what he's capable of in the past, and and you think, okay, this could be our young Verlander in waiting, you know. But obviously, mm-hmm. the the similarities are, are there because of his pitching style. But this is one of the things that really concerns me. Is sometimes you just have off years. This will happen, and and if it's yeah. not injury related for Javier, then it's something technically that's not right. I, I'm I'm. I'm in the minority. I really don't want to see them make any rash movements at the trade deadline if it's just going to be one of these years that may not be your year. Your year. I don't want to see anything where you have to give up too much in your minor league system. I don't want yeah. to see it. Well, I, I think you're right. Um, but I think the other point is the minor league system isn't what it was a couple of years ago certainly four or five years ago, um, just because they've had to use it as as trade pieces during this amazing run. And make no mistake about it, this this is going to go down as the golden age of, of Astros baseball. Um, is the window closing? I, I don't know. Um, is the system as good? No. Do you have big-time trade pieces to go get some big-ticket items? I don't think so. So that's what makes it so difficult for what Dana Brown and his staff have to do. I think they're going to have to find a way to get better in the margins, so to speak. Uh, does that, I mean, Lucas Giolito is obviously off the market. He's headed to the Angels. Um, I don't think the White Sox have an interest in Dylan Cease. Uh, so it's going to be very interesting to see what Dana Brown is able to do to make this team better. But they need help. They need help in the bullpen, and they need help in the rotation. Where, That's clear. Where does Stroman slot if he comes here? If you find a way to get Marcus Stroman, uh, he's either your game one or game two. Um, I, I think he would do well at uh, in Houston. Uh, there's a lot of places he would do well, but he's a sinker ball pitcher. Obviously, uh, pitching at minute made, you want to reduce the fly balls as, as much as you can. Uh, he, he's a guy that I think loves the moment and loves the spotlight and has pitched in some big games. So I think he would slot in nicely uh, for for this Astros team. If you can find a way to get a left-handed bat, because I don't think you can really count on Michael Brantley giving you much of anything just because it's so uncertain right now and it's been so start and stop. Um, but it, 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 like I said, there, there's some glaring needs that this team um has to have in order to make a deep run. But with that said, they're still just two games back. They took two of three from their division rival and division leaders. So I think that speaks to um, just how how well run this organization is top to bottom. Well, we're talking with Robert Flores, MLB Network, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The thing for Dana Brown, Roflo, is that, you know, I think Jim Click was not aggressive enough for Jim Crane. And so... He sees that, you know, this team needs some help, and so Dana Brown maybe under a little bit of pressure to get something done and get something big done this season? Well, I, I think when you're coming off a World Series and when you're coming off a run of consecutive league championships uh, appearances and World Series appearances, uh, yeah, that, that there's pressure. He knew what the pressure was coming in. Uh, as soon as he put his name on that dotted line, he knew that there was going to be pressure. So, I think he, he he knows he knows what's at stake here, um, but I, I think he also the thing with these general managers they have to do is they have to operate on two tracks. 
what's best for the team this year, what's best for the organization long term. And sometimes those are sometimes those those two needs don't necessarily match up with one another. So I think it's very he's got a very difficult job uh, because, as I said, he doesn't have that that big time farm system, those big time prospects that he can offer teams. So they're going to have to get creative and, uh, like I said, maybe improve in the margins. But maybe that's going to be enough. Well, it's going to be, uh, you know, we, we still feel like it's, it's obviously incomplete. Uh, there's still a lot of pieces left to fall. So before there's any final, you know, there's any final conclusions to be drawn, we still want to see Arkady. We still want to see this lineup intact over a certain period of time. And so that's why with Astros fans, like, you can't, you can't write the Astros off because you've seen what they're capable of. It's one of the most clutch teams. It's the most clutch organization I've ever cheered for in my time in the city of Houston, and I'm that's so been a while. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that because being a lifelong Houston sports fan, yeah. there's been some franchises and some teams and some players that, quite frankly, have been anti-clutch. Yep. This group is the antithesis of that. And it's so refre- it has been so refreshing to see teams and players come through when it matters most because largely, I don't, I don't want to make it, it's been the case all the time, but it, yeah, if you're a Houston sports fan of a certain age, you know that that has not always been the case. Um, but I, yeah, you're right. You can't count them out. There's a lot of prideful dudes in that clubhouse. There's a lot of guys that have won and been a part of some big wins at the biggest of stages. So um yeah, I'm, I, no one should write this team off yet. So let, let's see what the – I think it's going to be – I know they have another series upcoming with the Rangers in September. It's going to be interesting to see what this team looks like moving forward, particularly the next time they face the Rangers. Thank you, Roflo. My 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 co-host continue. It's not our year. No, no. I'm just the one who said don't – Stop. You can't just write them off. But, what, but I do think that, to me, I'm not – I'm just not for knee-jerk. Knee-jerk trades – at the wrong time, to me, don't make a lot of sense. And like a semi, like yeah. Marcus Stroman, to me, is not knee jerk. That's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. He's thirty two years old. I mean, there'll be some competition for him, but it's not going to it's not going to hurt you as much as some of the other you know potential prospects who are out there would. Look, if if, if you want to really get technical, where the I think where things went wrong for this friend for this team in this particular season, it was done before Dana Brown signed on um why they did not add veteran starting pitching at the beginning of this offseason I, I don't know um i know they had uh, they lost Verlander and they had a, a rotation filled with arms but those arms didn't get hurt at all last season in 2022 i think it's highly it's highly difficult for me to believe or to expect that you're going to have that run of success and quote-unquote luck for a second consecutive year, you can never have enough pitching. And I thought that they were a little too lax in not attacking that starting pitching market way at the beginning of the offseason. Yeah. We, you and I talked a little bit about that. What they did, though, when before they had Dana Brown, was they gave Michael Brantley a year extension. Mm-hmm. They gave Montero an extension, and they went out and got Jose Abreu. Three mm-hmm. moves that aren't looking all that great without a general manager. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right, and and you know Montero here recently has uh, has shown he's you know he's been a little bit better, but um, yeah, it, it's obviously been a rough go. Uh, do you feel comfortable about him in a big spot right now? Probably not. Could that change? Definitely. Could he find it? Absolutely. Um, there's still a lot of baseball to play, yep. and you know. Hey, like like I said uh, yesterday, we were talking about the Philadelphia Phillies. Get in, get hot, get going. That's, that's what it is. Yep, that's all you have to do. And yep. by the way, I trademarked that phrase, so don't anyone take it. <laughs> hey, with the twenty twenty Astros were an atrocity in the bubble year in a regular season, and yep. it was just a matter of get in and try to get hot, and that's, that's what it. happened for a while. That's row flow yeah. right here. Hey, uh, you got you got to work. We know that, so we really appreciate you being. You're going to be on in about sixteen minutes here. Yes, sir. Be on at the top of the hour, MLB Central. MLB Central on MLB Network. That's Robert Flores, Doby High School, University of Houston. And now he's uh, he's touting Houston nationally on MLB Network. Great stuff. We appreciate you, Roflo. Thanks for joining us. Hey, you got it. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great weekend. Robert Flores right here on ESPN 97.5.
and 92.5. All right, 713-780-3776. If you want to get in here, we got some Texans, Texans news that we got to get to on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I'm talking HRP, hrp.net. We really, 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 really like what HRMP has done for us, and you will like what HRMP. You hear all kinds of guys that are coming on here. You know, we hear uh, Rick uh, from uh, General Ben. Uh, we hear Chad Clay. We hear Chuck Watson. We hear Marcus Payavla. We hear all these guys from these different businesses that use HRMP, and they all say the same thing that they what they've done for their business, how good they are for their business. If you're a business that, you know, is doing, is taking too much, you got too much uh, payroll people in there now, your payroll staff is growing, how are they doing on, on, on your taxes? I don't know. Do you know? Do you even know if they're, they're, they're doing your taxes right? If they're taking care of the Affordable Care Act? If they're getting you as many deductions or whatever it is that you are, they, are they doing your taxes right? Because we've got experts at HRMP in the Affordable Care Act. And you don't, uh, and and experts at HR, and you don't. So do not mess up HR. Do not mess up your taxes. Do not spend too much on your payroll. And just go to the website and let them come free and look at your business and give you a customized plan for your business. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. is the number if you'd like to get in here. So the Astra, so, so the Texans are, are out of camp yesterday was... The, basically their first practices so they're out there john mechie was out there that is good to see steven steven nelson is out there and steven nelson is an interesting it'll be an interesting uh topic this this camp whether or not steven nelson is going to make the team what with him pretty much insulting nick Cass- i don't know that that's the way you go about it insulting your general manager when you're trying to get a contract He's what got a four and a half million dollar deal this year, yep. and he's trying to get an extension. Either that, or he's trying to get out of here. One of the two. One of the one of the two. One of those two. And uh, you know, he made a who wears a vest kind of thing anymore. You can't trust. No, he's like you can't trust a man in a vest. In a vest, or something yeah. like that. And Nick Casario wears a lot of vests. Yeah. So it well, was, the, we knew the where picture it was he posted was literally of that blue vest, like. The Nick wears same yeah. kind of same kind right. of vest. Right, right, right. So, uh, so well. Before we go on, do we agree? If you see a man wearing that vest, let's remove Casario from the equation. But if you see a man wearing a vest like that, do you trust them? Yeah, they're not untrustworthy. Lance, do they seem a little shady? If they're wearing a what? vest for no reason other than style, that particular type of vest. Uh. Like, well, what's I the reason? Know, I know John has I, I, done it. I've seen people wear it for, st- I think, just primarily John says style he purposes. Did, he does it to stay warm. I'm just not a fan I of wear, not keeping your yeah. limbs warm. Like, to me, no, that's no, like wearing a, a chest. I, I've had this conversation with AJ before. Okay, so you it's wear. It's ridiculous. Okay. Okay, why? He says, why would, what, how does that help you? Let me ask you a question. Do you wear a vest in the summer? No, because you'd be hot. Do you wear- so it's warmer in the in the in the winter when it's going to be when you just need a little bit something more than a shirt. But why why not wear just tank tops since since you don't need a match? Why don't you just wear tank tops all the time? Because you're golfing, you can't wear a tank top. No, while you're when you're golfing. not golfing, when you're sitting around the house, why don't you just wear the the tank tops or the little you know the little What's- I hate calling them wife beaters. What's the other name for it? Don't let him uh- call it. <laughs> don't let him do it. You- uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. where he is. But uh, no, I have to let him do it. But um, why don't you wear that too? Your art, your limbs don't. Why, why don't you just wear shorts? You just got to keep your butt and your junk warm. No. Why, you don't need to keep your legs warm. No, that's that's. that's why don't your arms get to stay stupid. warm? If you're wearing a shirt, 
and you put a vest over it, there's it's no to stay way. a little bit warmer. There's no but way it you, can, you don't need a jacket. There's or no a, way a you can sweater. okay a vest as as a vest is a fashion statement. Well, it also very fashionable. Yes, okay. See? There you have it. Now I will tell you. The, the vesties are typically going to be a little bit more West Jewy. Mm-hmm. They'll be a little bit inside the loop. So they're making jokes about... River Oaksy, a little more uh, Briar Grovey. So they're making... Tangle Wildy. They're making quiet jokes about how much money you make and how much money... Or yeah, how much money you don't poor. make. Every time they put one on, they're basically minute, saying, you're a poor. you don't make? Yeah. Yes. The, they're making jokes a about other people. means I make a lot of money and you're a poor. Yeah. I mean, they'll say things like, you sure you can cover this? So, <laughs> I got it. I got this. I got, I got, I got this. It. I got. Hey, don't worry about. It. I got no, this. no, 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 no. I got this. Don't worry. But the subtext is you're poor and you can't pay for this. Yeah. Okay. And Nick Casario is not a poor. Well, Nick Casario, yeah, obviously he's not. He's got, got a he's contract. A he's, probably, last... he's picking up tabs. And oh, by the way, he's paying you four and a half million dollars. No. So shut up. When he's talking to Stephen Nelson, and, and you know they may go off to dinner. He goes, Stephen, I got this. Don't worry about now, it. Now you yeah. really shouldn't wear I know, a vest. I know you can't cover this, so I got this. Look, well, the, the vest in the summer is Stephen just... Nelson can't cover. Well, I mean, considering how much se. the vest in the summer doesn't make any sense. It, I don't like it. Can we talk it's... about Nick Casario? Yeah, we're being talking about him right now. Yeah, we're talking about the vest. He's talking about vests. We're not talking about Nick Casario. Here is Nick Casario talking about Stephen Nelson and his wardrobe comment. Going to turn into a vest comment. Yeah, everybody's reported. Everybody's here. Um, Everybody's ready to go and practice. So, um, you know, not really going to comment on the discussions that we've had. Um, We've had constructive dialogue with Stephen. Um, You know, respect Stephen. I know he doesn't like my wardrobe selection, but I mean that's okay. So, but um, you know, Steven's here; he's ready to go. Um, you know, so we'll see how, how it goes here in training camp. That's not what he doesn't like. He's just saying you wearing that vest denotes that you're untrustworthy. It's not about the vest; it's that you're untrustworthy. <laughs> it, okay, you're untrustworthy until you come to a deal. Until oh, you give well, me clearly. a multi-year, multi-million-dollar deal, yeah, I don't then think, I can trust you. I don't think it's about the vest. I think. James Harden would say Daryl Morey should probably wear a vest because he's untrustworthy too right now. I think it's, hey, you give me my money. I don't care about what you wear. Is Daryl Morey? No. He, what he's probably saying is that wispy beard that you grew, mm. we can't trust you. Since then, yeah. the Ever trust since is then, gone. Yeah, the trust is gone with you, Daryl Morey. Um, let's, t- let's hear from Casario. Roster this year versus roster last year. I understand the question, honestly. Have no idea. You know, we hopefully we put together a competitive group, um, and ultimately the players are going to determine how competitive or how good or isn't it is or isn't. Um, we've invested resources and allocated resources in certain positions, but in the end, it's trying to put together as comprehensive a team as possible, and trying to build the depth. You know, your bottom of the roster, kind of middle of the roster. You know, we feel is important is the top end of the roster. So, I mean, it's no. a it's a it's a it's a legitimate question because guess what. Your roster's better this year. Yeah, stop back. Like, I don't, understand I don't the even question. understand that question. I don't understand. Yes, do. I don't understand the question. What's yes, that mean? You do. Yeah, we have better players. Do I we? Mean, free agent players, drafted players. Nah, the season will determine if they're better players or not. Okay, so you can't. We can't say anything till week seventeen. You heard him. <laughs> I don't understand the question. The, the, the results will determine whether we have a better roster. No, no, that's what he said. It, it, you know, I don't. I don't. I think that he he's maybe operating. Maybe he's being truthful maybe he's operating off the thing you know if he mentions that it's better this year then maybe that's a shot at last year like well why wasn't it better last year almost like you know why didn't you no one's thinking that you had a long way to go i'll tell you why it wasn't better last year because he signed crappy free agents he just goes mad middle of the road in free agency as opposed to what he did this year picking up some actually decent guys they weren't ready jack mason and and jimmy ward and dalton schultz and denzel perryman you know what you're you're gonna you say that about him but you don't say it about jeff leno there was a time jeff leno was picking up blab free agents you know why because they weren't ready to win so you keep the young guys in the minors you don't start the clock you you don't pick up you don't pay too much for guys who aren't going to win enough for well, you for it to no matter guys anyway. Come here either. Yeah, that's why I, so. I don't blame Nick for that. Like Nick, yeah. that was just you know you had to band aid your way through it. I take no except for me. I don't have a problem with well, how then, Nick's building roster. But why is he saying this then? He should say no. I think our roster is better. I, I think so too. I mean, honestly, objectively, it is better. It is better. Uh, we're not looking to put expectations on anybody. Oh, well, no, 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 no. You say no, the no, roster is no, 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 no. better. GMs they are. Need, they need expectations. You say the roster is better. Well, that I don't means know. you got to win more games. We we all think, what was the crowd like there? Uh, 
I mean, it's right. Oh, the no. Media cr- no, the, the crowd is like, there's a lot more people at, at, uh, at, uh, their, at camp. There's a lot more people at camp. The expectation, how can it not be? You got D'Amico Ryans, you got CJ Stroud. I'm yeah. more excited about the Texans. I'm as excited about the Texans as I've been, you know, probably since 19. And yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's exciting to have a team that is going to be better. I've got more excitement about the Rockets. You should be headed yeah, in that direction yeah. after you've been there. You bad. absolutely should. You should be. You and shouldn't you run should away be from talking it. about how the, is the is the Rockets roster better? Yes. Yeah, it yes. is better. You got better. I mean, on you. paper it's better, but still, it's okay to answer that. Yeah, way. it's okay. How are you not? If you're bad and you draft players, you should be better. It should be better. Um, and you know what? But are you guys telling me that I have expectations now? Because I'm not looking for that. Okay. Well, so we're not going to talk about how good the roster six is. Six wins is my expectation. I, 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 why are we putting numbers on things? Is six wins comparable to 35 wins for the Rockets? 35 yeah, wins for I the Rockets. So. Mm. Well, 35 feels high for the Rockets. 35 would mean they're, no, 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 they're no, contending for the a goal. play-in. 35, yeah, 35, is, 35 is a lot closer than six and, and 11. 30, 30, 35 would be seven wins for the Texans. 35 means you have hope of the play-in like 60 yeah. games into the season. You have no hope of that for the yeah, well, you you're 35 and 47. Yeah, so, but I you're mean, still, you're yeah. not tanking. I don't know if that's playing. Well, I'm, I don't know how the back half would go, but if you're on a pace for 35 wins, that's that's probably. 35 and 47 is kind of. It's 42% winning percentage. And so what's 7 and 10? 6 divided by 17. What's 7 and 10? 35% winning percentage. So from a winning percentage standpoint, 6 and 11 like 40, 35 wins is is more the equivalent. Yo, you said seven, seven. Seven divided by seventeen would be yeah. Seven. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's forty one percent, slightly so, lower, but that's basically it. And you know what? Then I think the Texans should be. <clears throat> it's not six. It, listen, their number is six and a half. Seven's the number. I think the Rockets are probably closer to like thirty two. I think the Vegas number. What's the Vegas number? On it's the six and a half. Oh, on the Rockets. Oh, I don't well, it's know. Not yet. Out, yeah, it's not out shouldn't yet. Shouldn't be. Oh, okay. It should. You know, I think thirty two is a reasonable number for the Rockets, which I think probably is closer to the neighborhood. Of oh, I can tell you, I think their number is they're they're shooting. They want to see thirty five this year. They want to see thirty five this year. Well, and that's you know. Well, I, well, you know what? With the money they spent on their see, that's the yeah, difference. That's it. The Texans free agents are like Perryman. The Rockets free agents are Van Vliet. I mean, that's a, there's a big difference. But the the rock the Texans drafted the most important position, though. So yeah, the quarterback play is yep, good. That's true. That's it changes true. things, too. All right, and, Edel, and, the, and the Rockets drafted Amon Thompson point guard. But, he'll but he won't take a little while. Start. Yeah. Well, they've got a little bit of a head start. In basketball, you draft Jaylen like... Green and Jabari. Basketball they got feels a little like bit of a head start. Yeah, there. you just finally, at least half of your team can legally drink. Yeah, right. For the exactly. Rockets. All right, uh, the running back position. Oh, it took a it took a turn yesterday. We'll talk about it on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5.